Hey guys, welcome back to the Sis Let's Heal podcast. I'm your host, Dakota. And on this podcast, we dive in, we talk about some deep, real, raw conversations and topics. I share my story in hopes to inspire and heal other people. If you've been through the same thing as me, to feel less alone, to feel less judgment. And if you haven't, to learn from my mistakes. It has been a long time since your girl has been on here. I think it's been since January and I have heard your cries. Like, first of all, I'm in awe at how much this podcast has popped off because I never expected it to pop off, especially because I haven't been here. Like normally on a platform and you don't post for a while, like it kind of dies down or just get swept under the rug but for whatever reason give the glory to God in the universe my podcast has been really getting discovered like I have people messaging me saying it's been recommended to them I have people messaging me saying that their co-workers are like all talking about it and recommending it and it's been in like people's search engines and I'm just like how <laughs> like, I just don't understand but neither here or there. Thank you guys so much for your support. Because of my absence, I have had a lot of time to think, to brainstorm. And the reason why I haven't been posting is because to be completely honest, I have not had shit to talk about. Like I have just been going through it. Your girl's been going through it. Okay. It's, it's been a year and we're only halfway through and I'm just over it. Like I'm just tired of sleeping on my potential, sleeping on my platform, sleeping on myself. And a lot of you guys are just like Dakota. We don't care. We don't care about how perfect it is. We don't care about how we don't care. We just want to hear you talk. <laughs> like We just want to hear you talk. And my thing is like, I'm such a perfectionist that I feel like if it's not going to be perfect, I can't do it. And I'm realizing that within my imperfections is where I thrive the most like when I share my imperfections and when I share my struggles and and what I'm going through and it helps other people so I'm not even really sure what we're gonna title this podcast I'm honestly just gonna sit here and rant so grab a glass of wine grab a snack grab some water sit back relax and let's get into it so lately life has been the Lord has been testing me and I have not fucking studied bitch at all okay I'm you know that meme where it's like it's like a person in the middle and it's like rent utilities bills um social life getting eight hours of sleep drinking water taking vitamins it's like everyone's like kicking this one person that is quite literally how I've been feeling since this freaking month has started okay and I was talking to my therapist the other day because I go to therapy every Wednesday. I've been faithfully and religiously going to therapy every Wednesday for like a year. And I was talking to her and I said, I feel like because if you grew up in chaos, you know exactly what I'm talking about, where it's either you grow up in chaos and because you grow up in chaos, it's all you're used to. So it manifests into your adult life and kind of like leaks over. And without even intentionally wanting it, you just naturally attract a very chaotic life or when things get like too 
quiet or too still, you're like, "Mm, something's got to give. Like I need to like shake this up, right? I know a lot of like my friends go through this where they've all grown up in very like chaotic, toxic environments. And so in their relationships, when they have like a really nice guy, it's almost like a culture shock to them. It's like their body goes into shock and it's like, "Mm, where is the toxicity? Like I need to spice it up. I'm not used to this, right? So that's one end of the spectrum. Or you're on the other end of the spectrum like me where it's you've grown you grew up in a very chaotic household in a very toxic environment and you want nothing to do with it in your adult life. In fact, you want the complete opposite. And I don't know if you guys know this um, because I have a YouTube channel. That is my main platform. <laughs> it's just Dakota Cross. And I tell, like, if you guys like me on here, you're going to love me on there. So please go subscribe. Um, I do, like, story times, like, in-depth story times of the crazy relationships I've been through, the toxicity, how I got out of it, my story. And I want to start... Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I want to start... Sorry. I don't edit these. I don't... Like, guys, like, I am the least pristine podcast I don't edit my podcast I just talk I sit here for an hour and talk I don't edit I don't plan I have nothing in front of me I want to start I literally just said I want to start I don't want to do that I want to start (laughs) this is so unhinged um I want to start sharing those stories on here did I just say it again anyway I'm over it bye I want to start sharing these stories on here. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I can't get over that. That was so bad. Wow. In times like this, I really should probably start editing these things because that's... Anyways, I want to start sharing those stories on here. Um, I don't see now. I don't remember what I was talking about. Okay, right. I was saying how it's either that end of the spectrum where you're like me, where like in your adult life, you just want peace, right? I have been through so many chaotic things in my life. I've been through narcissistic, you know, mentally abusive, degrading relationships. Um, you know, my parents being divorced, you know, I was, I was molested when I was a child. I am a teen, I was a teen mom. Like I'm a single mother now raising a, a child all on my own. Um, I've struggled with abandonment issues. I've struggled with like eating disorders. I've struggled with mental health. I have, um, depression, anxiety, and OCD. Every time I think I only have a couple mental illnesses, it's like, let's add one more. <laughs> and those are all diagnosed by the way. Um, so I've been through a lot in my life. I've been through a lot of shit and I'm at a point, well, I've been at a point for quite some time where like, I just want peace. A girl just wants peace. I don't want no drama, which is why I've been single for almost two years now. I don't want to respond to anybody. I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to be controlled. And maybe because I'm a Pisces, I don't know, but like, I'm a very much so like free bird. I don't like to be told what to do. And if you tell me what to do, I'm going to do the opposite because I just am petty and like that. Um, that may be a personal problem that I need to work through in therapy, but neither here or there. I really just want peace. Like I crave peace so much. I really just want a peaceful life. Right. And I was telling my therapist, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm just not meant to live a peaceful life. And she's like, why do you say that? And I was like, because every time that things get good in my life, something ends up fucking it up. And I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. It's like, I'll, I'll talk to a guy. 
and it'll be like going so well like everything will be going perfect and I'm like oh my god we could be like such a good match together and then one day I wake up and like boom it ends or I have a job opportunity or I have like a sponsorship right because I'm an influencer so well I hate that but that's technically my job title but I hate it I, I don't like that. We need to like come up with something other than influencer because I just, I don't like it. <laughs> I just feel like the word influencer has such a negative connotation these days, like mascara gate. Like, no, I want nothing to do with that. I, I don't know what I am. I don't know what I am. Like I'm a human, but I really want to reincarnate into like a table in my next life because I heard that if you reincarnate into an animal, like, like an ant or like a caterpillar, that you were like a horrible person in your past life. My friend Mariana told me that. So I feel like Adolf Hitler is definitely like an ant or a caterpillar or a spider or something. And good. (laughs) Because he deserves that. But like, I'm just being a human as ghetto. I'm so over it. It's like, I didn't ask for any of this. All right. I didn't ask to be brought into a world where groceries are a second mortgage, where childcare is a second mortgage, where to just breathe it's like $300 like I, I didn't ask for any of this all right <sighs> being a human is so complex and it comes with so much crap I don't think anybody t- like like talks about that it's so insane to me anyway not a part of the discussion so I just like I really crave peace and I was telling her that and I was like I feel like every time something bad happened I mean something good happens it's taken away from me and she said well, do you think that's because when you were a kid that happened, like when things were almost too good, something bad ended up happening or something took, something ended up happening where that was taken away from you, that good thing was taken away. So because of that, when a good thing happens to you, you either self-sabotage it or you anticipate something bad happening. So you never fully enjoy that moment because you're already anticipating it ending. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, because that is literally me. Like, I have a situation where I was thinking about the other day where I have messed up so many good things. Not messed up because everything that has been taken away from me has been replaced with something better. And I'm going to get into why what I was just talking about is bullshit. Anyway, um, in life, you don't know when you're in the middle of something, at the beginning of something, or at the ending of something. Like, at one point in our life, we all played with our friends in the middle of the street for the last time. Like, you know, growing up, especially if you're like a 90s baby, um, you played with your friends in the middle of the road, you guys rode bikes, you scootered, you played manhunt, whatever. At one point, we did that for the last time and then walked inside and never came back out. And we had no idea. We just knew that we were having fun and that we were young and that we were having the best time of our lives. But we didn't know at one point that that would end. Think about like a friendship that you had that's no longer here anymore. You didn't know when that friendship, when that friendship was going to end. Like you didn't know that at one point that would be your last time seeing your friend or a relationship. Like you didn't know at one point that would be your last time seeing your boyfriend. And then the next day he became your ex. You know what I'm saying? You never know when you're in the middle of something or if you're at the end of something. You just know that you're in it. So enjoy everything. Like I have a situation where... I was with this guy a couple years back and I was in like such a horrible depression. It was in the middle of the pandemic and I hadn't even started this yet. I think I started this a month after I met him, right? Um, I started my podcast. So 
I was with him and we would have so much fun. I would go over his family's house every Tuesday and we would like play Uno and drink and play Animal Crossing and just dance. And I would stay there with them, you guys, till like five in the morning, hanging out with him, hanging out with his family. And like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't really like, I don't have family. So my friends are like my family, right? I feel like you either have a big ass family and you're super family oriented and like those are your friends or you have friends who become family because you don't have much family right so that's kind of like me um I gravitated towards him and his family because I loved them so much because they were like my family like it was just we were so close and at one point I remember it was towards the end of our I'm not gonna say relationship because we were never official but we were you know dating I felt in my heart that it was going to be the last time that I was at that house. Like, I don't know what it was and everything between us was fine. But because my intuition is like spot on, I can feel when something's going to happen before it does. And I just knew I felt like the slightest like energy shift in him. And I knew that that was going to be the last time that I was there. And I remember it, it was like I left and me and him had ended like a couple of days later, something happened and we had to end things and I wasn't happy about it and I never went back. And it's freaking crazy that I didn't know, like when I was in the middle of that, like, like a week before that I was at his house and I was like, oh my God, I could picture this forever. I could picture me being here forever. I could picture this being my family and me and him being together forever. I didn't know I was in the middle of that about to, to like, I didn't know I was in the middle of that about to end. Does, does that make sense? I feel like I'm not making sense. I saw like a crack cut. Anyway, so it's just crazy how like I wish though, because when I was with him, I remember there were certain times where I was like, what if he wakes up one day and just leaves me? What if he doesn't want me anymore? What if this is this, this and that, right? I was like very insecure at that time. I wasn't who I am today, present. Um, and I was operating so heavily in my ego that I didn't realize like, Dakota, just fucking enjoy it. Just enjoy your time with him, with his family. Laugh, have fun, drink, eat, be merry. Like, why are you focused so much on this ending? Because fact of the matter is, if something's going to end, it's going to end, that is inevitable. If something is going to be taken away, like your destiny is pre-written for you, okay? If something is meant to end, it's going to end and no amount of you overthinking, controlling, or analyzing is going to change that outcome. If something is going to end, everything has an expiration date. Friendships, relationships, life, we're not all going to be here forever. We could wake up tomorrow and the world could end. Like the possibilities are endless, right? So you cannot control anything in your life the only thing you can control is yourself if something is going to end it's going to end so if you're in an experience stop thinking about oh my god what if this ends for me or what if this gets taken away or what if what if what if and just enjoy it because then if it does get taken away from you you can look back and be like damn I am so happy that I at least enjoyed my time in that stage of my life and soaked up every minute of it I have a very hard time being present and that's something I'm working in in therapy too, where I'm always thinking about either too much in the past to the point where I'm like marinating in it, like a fucking chicken on a Sunday afternoon waiting to be cooked for Sunday dinner, or I'm thinking so heavy into the future that I just, I'm not present. I'm not in the moment. And that is not peaceful. And 
I think also too, like when something gets taken away from me, I get so mad. Like I had the situation in January. So, um, in October of 2021, I, uh, I told you guys, I think it was either my last podcast or a couple podcasts. I don't know. Um, I, I, I had a really bad breakup, like a really, really, really bad breakup to the point where like I had a third spiritual awakening, bitch. Like it was really bad. Like I'm talking like down bad, crying like Kiki Palmer in the freaking uh runaway love music video like I was wiping my tears crying girl okay um and so I decided to 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 heal I was like and actually I think during that time was when I changed because this podcast had two names before this okay girl it was millennial empath and then it was elevate entirely and now we have sis let's heal and we're never changing it okay ever like this is our name (laughs) Like this is, this is, sis, let's heal. So I decided like we have to start healing. And so I started to really, really dive deep into my journey, my identity, why I was going to do what I was going to do with my platforms, the message I wanted to get across. And I really like discovered another layer to myself. And it was the biggest blessing ever because I really feel like it just allowed me to, to to grow more as a person. But within that, I decided, you know what, I don't want to date anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to just really be like alone, like really be alone, really just, you know, discover me, be within my own energy, yada, 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 X, Y, Z, the, the stuff that you do when you're in a breakup, right? And so I did that for quite some time. Um, so from October to, I want to say January-ish of like 2023. Yeah, I really wasn't with anybody. I had like a couple of like very short-lived flings, but nothing substantial enough to to be like, oh yeah, like I was with somebody, right? So January comes around and I'm minding my own business. And here's the thing. (laughs) Life likes to give you curveballs. So be careful with what you wish for, because I was all like, okay, like I'm really, you know, I don't care about men right now. I'm I'm in my bag. I'm in my journey. I'm in my healing. I don't care about men. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. And then like Instagram DMs are a thing and God will like send you somebody who's like a perfect little package in a in a you know pretty little bow a wolf in sheep's clothing okay and it's like a test almost to be like hmm, are you sure are you sure because here here's something you know that you've always wanted are you sure like are, are you gonna take it or are you gonna listen to me and and be single because I should have been single like I should not have been dating anybody right so this guy comes around he's a Scorpio, I'm a Pisces, you know, he's a parent, I'm a parent, like we just, we are, it's almost too good to be true, how much we clicked, how much we had in common, how much we bonded, right, and we ended up going out on a couple dates, and the dates were amazing, like he was like super gentleman, like super like everything I've ever wanted in somebody, just like holding doors for me, paying, um, taking me somewhere I've never been before like super far away just to like bond with me um showing me so much attention so much energy but like not in a pressuring way like I felt like almost as if we were like best friends but it would develop into something else right 
Um, and the feelings were there, but it was a very like, they always say that when you meet the person you're supposed to meet, you don't have like crazy butterflies. You, you just like, you feel safe, you feel secure, you feel calm. And don't get me wrong, the butterflies were there, the excitement was there, but I just felt very like safe. I just felt super calm, super like laid back. And I, I felt comfortable with him. And so I'm like, oh shit, like, is this the one? Like, ain't no motherfucking way. Like, wow, that's crazy, right? everything's going perfect like perfect 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 we're facetiming all the time we're going on dates we're getting to know each other we're talking about you know like future plans like hey when we get to know each other better let's do this or hey if things get serious let's do that and like we you know like when you meet that person where it's like you just don't ever run out of anything to talk about it's like you just you could talk to them for hours and it feels like minutes that's exactly the the type of dynamic that was happening between us so anyway furthermore um a couple months go by everything's great and then one day he wakes up and he's like hey um things have been great you're you're awesome you're you're perfect but you know I still have feelings for my ex and I need to explore those feelings and this has been great but I can't talk to you anymore like literally like verbatim and I'm just like oh what like if two plus two equals four and four plus four is what the fuck is that I was girl I was flabbergasted I was like ain't no way ain't no motherfucker you're telling me you could have just left me alone like my thing is like you I know that I have no business dating somebody unless I'm a hundred percent I will not even answer an Instagram DM I don't get those too often but like I won't even entertain an Instagram DM if I am not 90 percent to 100 percent over my last relationship. Hence why I was single for so long after my breakup because I wasn't over, I was over him, but I wasn't over the abandonment that he kind of inflicted onto me, right? So I'm just like, if if you, why did you even, because like you pursued me, like I was, girl, I was so confused. Like you DM'd me, you pursued me, you set all this up, you were the one that wanted to like talk to me and hang out with me and see me. Like why, like it would be so different right if I had reached out to him or if I had slid in his dms or if I added him first on instagram or if I asked him on a date but I didn't do any of those things like you pursued me so where is this getting lost in translation where all of a sudden like if you are not over your ex you would have had to have known that like I'm just, I'm so confused about it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it. So I'm like really hurt because this is the first time in over a year that I have given somebody the the time of day where I have given somebody a chance to, to come back into my life, to get to know me again. You know, you have the whole, what's your favorite color conversation. You have the whole, what is your trauma and are you working on it? So you're not going to inflict that onto me conversation. And you get through all of that and you feel like you're finally coming to a place where it's like, Hmm, like I like this person. I could see myself getting serious with this person to just have it end like that. And when I tell you when this happened to me, I was so done. Like I looked up at God and my, my, my spirit team. And I was like, why, like, why, (laughs) why do y'all do this to me? I was like, I was happy. And even if it was going to end, couldn't you have given me a couple more months to enjoy? I was so mad, but I will say in that situation, I never in my mind was thinking, when is this going to end? 
Is something shady happening? Is he going to do this or that? I just allowed myself to thoroughly enjoy it, like thoroughly enjoy my time with this man. So I will say that there is growth in that, right? But anyway, let's get back to the story. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, we had this great connection. What happened? So he's giving me a whole spiel of I have to work on myself. I I need to be alone because I have to I have to heal and I can't do that if I'm talking to somebody, which if y'all don't recall, in my relationship October of 2021, that was the same excuse that he gave me. And now he is married. <laughs> like he literally left me, got back with his ex, and they are now married. So it's like, mm, how is working on yourself? <laughs> like what? So I have a very triggered response to when people say that to me now because of that reason. Because anytime somebody has ever said to me, I need to end this because I need to work on myself, it never ends well. It always ends up they're going back to their ex. So in my mind, though, I take what people are saying at face value and I'm like, oh, no, he's not going back to her. He really needs to just work on himself. I'm sitting there. I'm giving him advice. I'm like, hey, this is what I did. And he's asking me, too. He's like, how did you do it? Give me advice. Like, let me know. Like, like how do I heal from this? And I'm giving him advice. I'm telling him, you know, like, it's OK. Like, I'm not mad at you. Like, I understand. Yada, yada, yada. X, Y, Z. Because my thing is like my whole brand is healing. So if somebody's telling me I need to heal, like I need time to go heal from this because if not, my life is going to get much worse. And like, you know, I do like you and you're great and everything, but like I cannot be with you and heal at the same time. I'm not going to say no to that. By all means, go do that. If that's what you need to do to become the best version of yourself, go do it. Like I understand But what I don't like is when people lie. I don't like when people lie. Like, I would much rather you tell me that you killed my cat rather than saying, oh my God, your cat just died, but I don't know who did it when you're the person who did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I appreciate honesty and I appreciate uh, rawness. And for me personally, I just, I, I don't like when people are just not honest with me. So... I took it at face value and then I wake up one day and he unfollows me off Instagram and I'm so confused because I'm like, we just had this great conversation where I was giving you advice on to heal. He was telling me like, oh, I hope in the future we can be friends. Like I value you so much as a person. You've taught me countless lessons. Like I have so much respect for you. So to go from that to, to you unfollowing me, I'm like, something's up this ain't right. But again, I'm not trying to overthink it because I know that whatever's done in the dark always comes to light. And one thing about me is I'm going to find out whether it's tomorrow, whether it's next year, whether it's five years from now, I'm going to find out what you did to me. That's just, that happens in my life where like things will end for me and I'll be so confused and I will be sitting there trying to pick up the pieces. And eventually I just wake up one day and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not spending any more time or energy on this. Whatever happened, happened. Give myself my own closure and move on. And then like years later, that person will like reach out to me or I'll find out a piece of information from somebody else at like the most random time ever where I wasn't even thinking or looking for it. And then I'll get that closure. Like it's so weird, you guys. So anyway, time's going on and 
long story short, I end up finding out through a mutual friend that him and his ex are back together. And I found out in like the craziest way. I was literally like on the phone with my friend and she was on Facebook and she doesn't really ever like go on Facebook. She was going on Facebook to to look up uh, an idea for this birthday party that I was throwing. And when she looked up, um, when she went on Facebook, she saw that the girl was tagging him in something and she was like that's weird and then she went to go check Instagram and turns out that they're following each other so I was like oh okay so cool so you lied so basically the whole spiel on you need to work on yourself blah 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 xyz um was really hey I have feelings for my ex and she's you know coming back around so I need to go rekindle or explore that and here's the thing if he would have told me that sure it would have hurt but I would have understood because I'd be naive to say that I've never done the same thing like and we all have right and like we all have in our life probably have had a toxic relationship and then it ends and then you know you you meet a good person who is would probably be really good for you but because you have unfinished business because you haven't you know received closure or because you just need to explore things with that person more, you end up screwing over on it unintentionally the good person to go back to your toxic ex. I would be naive to say that I've never done the same thing. Did I do it a little earlier, like when I was 22 instead of 29, 30? Yes. But who am I to judge? Everyone has a different timeline. My issue was that I was like, first of all, you could have just left me alone. And second of all, you could have just been honest, but whatever. I let it go, did the best I could with the information that was given to me, and I moved on, right? So that happened, and then long story short, we ended up getting back into contact a couple months ago. He added me back on social media, apologized for everything, you know, told me what happened, um... And, you know, I was very appreciative of the apology. But by then I was kind of like over it because I was like, "Mm, like, I kind of have the ick now. Like you are only talking to me again because you guys ended. And I that is a very big um, journey on my my self-worth because the type of person that I used to be. I told y'all this is just going to be a ranting episode. I don't even know what this is about. I hope if you're like on the Stairmaster right now in the gym or on a walk in the woods or something that this is entertaining to you because I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, I'm going to literally, I don't listen back to my podcast unless I'm promoting it, but I think I will listen back to this one and I will probably be like, what the fuck? This is a horrible comeback episode. But anyway, he ends up adding me back and he apologized. And when he was apologizing, at first I found myself being that little girl again, being that little girl again in the kitchen of my house, trying to get my dad to stop drinking. Um, so our family could stay together. My, my mother wouldn't leave him at nine years old, the the age that my daughter is right now. I was in my kitchen begging him to stop so my family could stay together and he didn't. And I always had this like issue where, I would seek validation from emotionally unavailable men to compensate and to fulfill that void within me that couldn't get my father to to choose us, right? Um, And because of that, I I had this underlying abandonment issue. 
but also a validation issue, which I didn't realize up until like six months ago. You guys, it's crazy, right? So I found myself in that moment when he's apologizing to me, almost feeling like vindicated, like, oh, you came back to me. You chose me. You want me, which isn't exactly a good thing right like if somebody truly wants to like if if they wanted to they would is a true statement and I'm going to do a fucking whole episode on that because it is so true I had a situation recently that didn't work out um because of just circumstantial things but it showed me that when a man wants to he will and it's easy it's like breathing air when you have a man in your life that truly wants you he wants to make your life easier but he also wants to make it known to you that he only wants you there's not going to be temptation and you know 5000 other girls or anything like that it's going to just be you and i learned that very recently and um anyway so with this situation you know, I found myself almost getting like giddy and excited. And then I had to stop myself. I said, Dakota, wait, hold on. Before you respond, put the phone down. Um, why is he apologizing? Is he apologizing for a self-serving reason? Or is he apologizing because he's actually sorry? Because most people, after they've fucked up and they come back to apologize, nine times out of ten it's a very self-serving apology where they realize they did something wrong and they feel guilty and especially with men um they they value their reputation very highly and their ego is like always taking the front seat so instead of an apology coming from their higher self it almost comes from their ego and it's like a self-serving like I'm not going to be able to feel good about myself until I know that you're not mad at me or until I know that you don't think bad of me or until I know that you forgive me and then if you forgive me I can feel good about myself again it's like a very self-serving apology I said is it a self-serving apology or is it genuine and also either or why am I allowing that to determine the value of myself, right? Like with or without this apology, I know that I'm a good woman. I know that I hold it down. I know that I'm going to make a fucking fantastic wife one day. I'm a great mother. I am a nurturer. I am, I'm an amazing, magnificent, marvelous woman. And so are you. And I hope you guys know that truly, like y'all are amazing. And don't let anybody, don't ever let anybody's inability to see your worth, make you determine if you're worthy or not. Like someone's inability to see you as worthy does not mean that you shouldn't see yourself as worthy. You're worthy no matter what. Whether if you get broken up with, cheated on, any of that. I don't care if you're in a 10-year marriage and your husband wakes up and decides to leave you. That does not mean that you are not worthy. That means nothing because what other people have going on is a projection. Everything is a projection. And that does not have fuck shit to do with you. So please do not let anybody, especially anybody's dusty, crusty, rusty sons, um, actions, our inability to value you, please do not let that reflect on how you value yourself. Please, I am begging you from the bottom of my heart. Don't do that. I used to base my worth on how much a man loved me. I used to seek validation in emotionally unavailable men because like I said, I never got that validation from um, my like caregiver growing up. 
So because of that, it manifested into my life. I'm telling you, you guys, everything comes from childhood. Everything comes from childhood. And what you refuse to work on, it's going to show up. It's going to show up in your relationships. It's going to show up in your friendships. It's going to show up in your marriage, in your parenting. Like you will literally stop yourself and be like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm my mom. I'm my dad. I need to stop. Like in being a parent, you literally reparent yourself. It's wild. But what you refuse to acknowledge or fix from your childhood will come into fruition in your adult life. So either you you heal and you do the groundwork now. It's like cry now, laugh later. Like really. Because just I'm telling you, just get it over with. Just just start now. It hurts. It sucks. It's painful. It's dark. Healing is not easy. It's a crock of shit when people come on here and like, oh my God, healing is amazing. No, it's not. It sucks. Same with spirituality. People are always like, oh my God, I love being spiritual. Being spiritual fucking sucks. But there's also a beautiful side to it as well. Like the outcome, the other side of it is beautiful. But the, the middle, girl, it's horrible. But once you get past that, the reward it's it's so it's so worth going through all of the bad things all of the the downtime right but anyways um my inability to see myself through my own lens and to only see myself through the lens of others who did not value me or who wished ill will on me or didn't want the best for me really messed me up in life because i was seeing myself in the lens through other people who didn't value me. So therefore, I didn't value myself because my value and my worth was based off of how happy I could make another man or how vindicated or validated I could feel through him loving me. And that is a very slippery slope to be on because when your validation comes from anything else outside of you, that means that you are constantly relying on somebody or someone else to make you feel fulfilled or to make you feel good. And that's a very dangerous thing to do. Your validation should always come from you first and foremost. And then the validation or any other outside source that comes with that is like an icing on the cake type of thing or it's like an addition. But it should never be the vessel of which you seek validation or identity from. And that's the thing too, is like so many of us are walking around and we do not know ourselves at all. And that's why like 50% of marriages end in divorce, I'm telling you, is because we never take the time in our season of singleness. I've done so many episodes on seasons of singleness and discernment and things like that if you want to check them out. But like we don't do the groundwork during our season of singleness to get to know ourselves or to get to learn what we like what we don't like what we want what we don't want which is why I always say an experience is never wasted it's just information like a crappy relationship that you were in and ended is not a bad thing it's not a bad thing it's information you learned you learned what you don't want from somebody you learned what you will not tolerate and it's either you learn it now or you learn it later so just thank god that you learned it right it's, it's just information um But anyway, uh, within that, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn your identity. And then when you get married or you settle down with somebody and you become one, you don't seek your identity through your partner because it is a wild concept to not know yourself 
but expect somebody else to. It is a wild concept to have no idea or have no identity of your own, but expect your partner to give you that identity or give you that validation. It's like a wild, wild concept, but I also don't blame people for getting into that because nobody teaches us this stuff. I've only learned this over my mistakes. Like, thank God I, I, I haven't gotten married yet. Oh my God, could you fucking imagine? Like, that would be like Kim Kardashian times two, like I would have probably ended up in divorce because I didn't know myself. I didn't have an identity up until like two years ago, you guys, I swear to God, like growing up, I had a really hard time with identity and knowing who I was. So I was like such a follower. Like I would learn how to dress and how to do my hair and how to do my makeup by watching the other girls in my school. And like, I was such a copier. Like if somebody like (laughs) came to school and I liked what they were wearing or I liked what they did with their hair, I would like copy it. And like, I was such a poser. Like, and just, I, I only learned what I liked through other people. Like I had no identity of my own. And now It's crazy because like I always say like I wear and do what I want. Like I'm not that person in the group chat that's like, what are we wearing tonight? What are you guys wearing tonight? Because like I show up where my friends are at wearing like heels and a bodycon dress and they're like in sweatpants. (laughs) And they're like Dakota, what the fuck? And I'm like, listen, I don't care. You guys don't have to dress like this. Y'all do what you want to do. I love that for you, but I'm going to dress how I want to dress. I don't care. Like if I want to go to the movies or Whole Foods wearing six inch heels and a leopard bodysuit, I'm going to do that because I want to do that. Like I'm never that person in the group chat that's like, what are we wearing or what's the vibe? Is it casual or is it dressed up? I like looking good and I don't need to ask anybody if it's okay for me to do something like if I want to dye my I've never asked somebody like oh do you think this hair color would look good on me or do you think that this this cut would look good on me I just do it because I want to because I know that that's the decision that I want to make and it's going to make me happy I don't care what anybody else has to say about it like if I walk out of my house tomorrow and someone tells me like you're a piece of shit and your hair is ugly you look like Lord Farquaad I'm gonna be like okay that's what you think about yourself clearly (laughs) because I don't allow it to penetrate when you know yourself and you are confident within who you are the negative words of others that come towards you it it ricochets back to them it never penetrates because you know who you are you're confident in who you are and you are stabilized in that to a point where other people's words will not get to you because you know it's bullshit you know who you are and you also know that anybody who is spewing negativity or hatred towards you it's a projection that's how they feel about themselves because people who are happy don't do things like that people who are happy spread positivity emulate positivity so once you know that everybody is projecting and everybody is just going through something words don't mean anything especially negative ones Anyway, to get back to what this whole episode is about, Jesus, Lord, good God. What I was saying is that, you know, when he first messaged me, I I, I just pictured myself as like a little girl, like my inner child, like wanting validation and being like, oh my God, yes, like he chose me. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is what we're not going to do because we have done too much work. We have come too far. We have made it over hills and valley peaks to get to where we are we're not going backwards okay 
take the apology, say thank you, and move forward. Because this apology does not mean anything. Like, yes, thank you, and I'm grateful for it, and I love that you recognized your your wrongdoings, but it doesn't change how I feel about myself. It's just information. Whether you gave me this apology or whether I never got closure or an apology, it shouldn't change how you feel about yourself. And that's why I always say closure is a myth, because it is. Um half the time in my life where I was just talking to my friend about this the other day too she was talking about a situation where like she was with this guy and it ended really bad and it's been years and he's never apologized and I told her I was like girl whether he gives you the apology or not it doesn't matter it should not change how you feel about yourself you give yourself that closure because guess what he apologizes and then what you still have to go back to living your normal life so closure is truly a myth but I was really proud of myself because I was able to to see that and be like okay no 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 like we're not going backwards we're going to move forward thank you for the apology and I'm gonna move on and that's exactly what I did and then like a couple weeks after that I ended up finding out another thing that had happened while me and him were talking and I was like see this is exactly what I'm talking about like this just was not meant to be and I was talking to my friend romance about it and she said one thing about God and your spirit team is they will be very quick very quick to take somebody out of your life if they are not meant for you like right away with the quickness and it is so true I have had so many situations where I have been with somebody and I'm like so happy and everything is going great and God is like nope because I saw what you didn't see behind closed doors I heard heard what you did not hear behind closed doors this is not meant for you. I'm taking it from you. You can kick, you can scream, you can cry, you could do whatever the fuck you want to go to, but goodbye. This is not meant for you. And the more that you try to fight and resist, the more stagnant you're going to be in life. And I just wish sometimes that I would listen <laughs> because I always have to be like, well, why? But why? Why, 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 why? Because I'm a Virgo rising. I need answers to everything. I'm so goddamn analytical. And like finally I just have learned over the past like six months you don't need to know why you don't need to know why something is taken out of your life you don't need to know why that relationship ended you don't need to know why are the answers to things you just need to know that when it's in alignment it will feel good and it will stay if it's out of alignment it will be taken away and thank god that it did because you don't know what happened behind closed doors and you may never know what happened behind closed doors but just know that what is meant for you will be for you and what is not will be taken away and you need to just instead of sitting there and worrying about it and overanalyzing it just move on from it I'm telling you your life will get so much easier and you will have so much less stress so much less chaos and so much less headache heartache all the above if you just let things go every season when fall comes the leaves die they fall from the trees right and that is an indication to let us know that sometimes when something ends it's it's a good thing it's for a reason and you have a cleansing period where you go through a a period of time where you are releasing things negative self-limiting beliefs people objects 
that no longer serve you, energy that no longer serves you. And then the springtime comes and those leaves come back. And guess what? Flowers are now blooming because of that. Like your life cannot bloom until you learn to let go of dead weight. And sometimes dead weight is people. Like I've had so many situations where like things have been taken away from me and I'm so mad I'm kicking and screaming and then because I want to know why and I'm so stubborn and I'm like nope I'm not moving on until I find out why sorry <laughs> God like will show me and I'll be like oh yeah that was why but why did I need to know like it just doesn't make any sense why couldn't I have just listened and been like okay yep if it's not meant to be in my life like God's like Dakota haven't I shown you before my spirit guides are like, haven't we shown you before? When something is taken away, just let it go. Oh God, I'm so stubborn sometimes. But yeah, my friend was like, girl, one thing about you, and a couple people have said this to me before, they're like, one thing about you is when somebody or something is not meant to be in your life, it gets taken away. Like with the quickness. Even the situation that I had with this guy a couple years ago that I was talking to, um, Within like two weeks, I found out that he was living with a whole other girl, had like a whole thing going on on the side, like a whole other relationship within like two weeks of me talking to him. And the way that I found out was just crazy. Like she literally just like messaged me on Instagram and just told me everything. (laughs) And I'm just like, this only happens to me. And this is why I always say like, people always say like, not always, but sometimes it'd be like, oh, I feel like you're making up your stories. And I'm like, girl, I wish I was making up my stories. Are you kidding me? Do you think that I would willingly come on here and share the horrific things that have happened in my dating life if they were made up? Are you kidding me? What do I gain from that? This is embarrassing. (laughs) Like, please get, be, be so fucking for real right now. But you know, when anything in your life is taken away, it's for a reason. And anything that has been taken away from me has always been replaced with something so much better. And if I had just learned a long time ago to just trust the process of my life and what God and the universe or just life wants for me, I would have been so much happier. Instead of trying to control every single experience or every single aspect of my life, or trying to figure out when the expiration date is going to come. Is this long term? Is this short term? Should I stay? Should I go? Should I overanalyzing, overthinking everything? I could have just enjoyed the experience, took it for what it was. And then when it ended, just know, well, you know what? At least I enjoyed it. Like for me, that's why dating is so hard because I am a very like, all or nothing, black or white type of person. And there's no gray area in my life. I'm a very extremist. It's either I'm all in or all the fuck out. So at this new age of dating, where it's very casual and it's very like, you know, like may the best man win type of thing. And it's like, oh, I'll go out on some dates with this one or dates with that one, whatever. I hate that because I don't like when I meet you, I date to marry. So if I feel a connection and I feel like I could see myself being with you long term, I'm going to harp on that and I'm going to continue to see you and like whatever. But the thing is, is that it shouldn't be that way. Like I should be able to just go out on a date and meet a guy and go out to dinner a couple times. And if we're compatible, cool. And if we're not, 
okay, move on to the next. Like it doesn't have to be so like strategic and so like, what are your core values and morals and what is your 401k? You know what I'm saying? Like it should just be like, just chill, just chill out. Like I'm talking to myself, but I'm also talking to all you guys too. Like not everything has to be so black and white, so controlling. And I think like, and I, I may have talked about this in the past, but um, I had no control over anything growing up. I moved, I've probably moved in my life. I'm not going to sit here and count, but like over 12 times, like I've moved a lot, you guys, to the point where like we would get into an apartment and I wouldn't even put posters on the wall because I didn't know how long we were going to be there. Like very unstable, very chaotic, no control over anything. And because of that, it caused me to, in my adult life, crave control so deeply because I didn't have control over anything growing up as a kid, as a teenager, as an early adult. I craved control so bad in my adult life that it drove me nuts, you guys. Like I wanted things. I had an obsession with things just being perfect. Like, and then that's when I found out my diagnosis with OCD, but I wanted things to just be perfect. And if it wasn't perfect, I just could not participate in it or do it. And like life truly is about, is about loving the imperfections and learning to love imperfect moments that make like almost perfect memories. Yeah. Like life is not perfect. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is going to be a hundred percent and that's okay. Like there should be some gray area in life. Like I should be able to go out on a date and not be thinking in the back of my mind if that if I see myself picking out my my bride bridesmaids dresses with this person like you know what I mean like the color of my fucking bride bridesmaids dresses because that has gotten me into a lot of trouble before where I meet a guy and it's like love bombing narcissistic and you know head over heels jump head in first and then six months later I'm like oh my god this person is nothing of what I thought they were because it was a mask and eventually the mask falls off right people can only pretend for so long to be who they're not So I'm learning as these days go by, which by the way, they go by so damn fast. We're halfway through the year. What the fuck? I'm learning that it's okay to to, to have like a gray moment. It's okay to not be all in or all out and just be, just be, just be there. Just enjoy the freaking experience. And stop worrying about when something's going to end or when it's going to begin or if you're in the middle of it, just enjoy it. Because also, there's this this is uh, this 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 term, and I think this is a good note to end on, where it's called um, let them, right? I think her name is Ali Yost. I think she talked about this, but I've also seen it become very popular over TikTok and Instagram, Twitter, all the social media platforms where it's like let them, because. You cannot control other people. You can only control yourself and what you do. Certain things are in your control and certain things are completely outside of you. And you, there's no, you, there's nothing you can do to reel that in and control it. So if you're with a guy and everything is going good and everything's going great and there's no red flags and everything's going great, but then one day you wake up and you find out that he cheated on you, that is on him. That is not on you. If you showed up and you brought your best foot forward and you gave them love and you gave them attention and you gave them 100% of yourself and they had the nerve 
to disrespect you and betray your trust and do that, that is on them. Do not internalize that and make that a you problem or make you think there's something wrong with you. That is on them. You walk away, you don't look back. But no matter what you did in that moment, whether you got a red flag and you stalked them and you were all over their phone and breaking into their passcodes and following them to their destination and um, asking them to turn the location on, whether you did that or whether you sat back and relaxed and let life do its thing, it was going to happen anyway because that's who they are. So let them, if they're going to cheat, if they're going to um, disobey your trust, if they're going to, to, to turn on, they're going to do it regardless. I'm not saying like if someone continues to do that, let them. That's not what we're saying here because walk away and don't look back. Please block them, like have a mental funeral. But they're going to do those things anyway if that's who they are. And you don't know that until like, they show that, right? Because everything done in the dark will come to light. I hope I'm making sense here. Who people are is who they are. So let them. And when you find out things that maybe you don't like about somebody or you see that you're incompatible, then sure, walk away. But don't try to find out in the beginning right away, like every bad thing about this person. Because I've been guilty about that too, where it's like I've been with somebody and things have been going good. And I'm like, well, something has to be wrong with you because you're you're super healthy. <laughs> Like you're super healthy and you're a great person. So, so something has to be wrong, right? Um, and that's not good because you should allow yourself to have good experiences. And when you look for something, you're going to find it. Okay. Like anytime I've ever looked through my ex's phone, I have found something. And whether I look through their phone or whether I didn't, the truth was going to come to me anyway. So just let them. Let people be who they are and you be who you are going to be and you will naturally gravitate, right? And allow in people and experiences that are good for you. But with sun also comes rain and a couple of those experiences may not be as good and they may be shitty, but it's not because of who you are or like the work that you're not doing or you not being good enough. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with sometimes people just come into our life and they sell us a dream and that's not who they are. But that's not our problem. It is their problem. That is who they are. And then when you get that information, you decide, okay, no, like I deserve better. I deserve healthy. I deserve a person who's honest with me. I'm going to get him walk away and get better like my situation with oh my god I almost said his name <laughs> say his name was Aaron um rest in peace Aaron Carter um Aaron with that situation I allowed myself to enjoy those dates to enjoy my experiences with him and it wasn't like all bad like up until he told me that he had feelings for his ex things were amazing he was very chivalrous very gentleman-like and I was like yes like I deserve this I deserve this I wasn't thinking in my mind oh um I wonder if he's doing anything behind my back I wonder this or that I wonder I wonder I wonder I wonder if this is gonna end I wonder if this is gonna be long term I allowed myself to enjoy the experience and yes, it ended and yes, he went back to his ex and who knows, maybe he was talking to her while we were talking, but whether I sat there and was crying, screaming, throwing up, wondering if he was being faithful or not, or if I was sitting there and enjoying the experience, it happened anyway, right? And then once I found out who he was, 
I was able to walk away and I was able to be like, "Mm, no, I deserve better. But I enjoyed the experience. I let him be who he was because that is who he is. You could be, listen, if a man is a cheater, a liar, a manipulator, you can be the best girl on earth. You can cook the best. You can fuck the best. You can literally look like freaking a model, Victoria's Secret model, um, have the best clothes, the best nails, the best hair, like a dime piece, okay? But to a man who does not deem himself as worthy, okay, he is not going to change. It doesn't matter. Like, don't internalize that shit. Like, I, I used to be so guilty of that. Like, my narcissistic ex, when I found out he cheated on me, I immediately went into, like, well, what's wrong with me? Why did he do it to me? There has to be something wrong with me. I, I'm, I'm, I should have overcompensated. I should have done more, X, Y, and Z. Not realizing that I could have been the best person on earth, but to a man who was a cheater, he's going to cheat no matter what you look like, no matter how you are. You could be the most perfect person, but because he's insecure and he doesn't feel worthy himself, he seeks validation through other women and one woman will never be enough. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. And I feel like at the end of the day, that's why it's so important to do the healing and to do the work and to be confident within who you are so you don't internalize the things that happen to you, right? And it's so crazy because at the beginning of this podcast, I wanted it to be called Heal Where You Are because I was going to talk about how I always have this like thing with like destination addiction where I always feel like I'll be happy when I have more money or I'll be happy when I have my house or happy when I have a new car, happy when I have a man. And it's like, girl, happiness is right now. Happiness is within the now. You don't have to lose 50 pounds to be worthy. You don't have to be a bodybuilder in order. No, 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 no. That's not what I wanted to say. Revert that back. You don't have to lose. Happiness is happening right now. It's happening in the moment, in the present. It's not in the past. It's not in the future because those are not guaranteed. The past has already been the past. The future is not guaranteed. We could wake up tomorrow. Anything could happen. Happiness is literally right now. You don't have to lose 50 pounds in order to go out there and start dating again to feel pretty enough again. You're beautiful where you're at right now. Love the body you have right now. It's your temple and you only get one. You don't have to be a millionaire in order to feel successful. You can feel successful right now because you come home and your kids run up to you and they look at you as their literal idol. You don't have to have the best career or be a CEO of a company or have your own business in order to feel fulfilled. Fulfillment can come from you going to the beach with a friend and laughing your ass off and knowing that You both give each other so much love and you fill up each other equally and it's an equal give and take. You can feel fulfilled, validated, happy through friendships, through relationships, through your job, through all of those things. You don't have to be at a certain place in your life in order to be happy. You don't have to be at a certain place in your life in order to feel like I can't do this until this. I I hear people say it all the freaking time. I can't start my YouTube channel until I have a camera. I can't start my podcast until I have a microphone. I can't do this until I'm here. I can't, uh, I need to wait until I heal from my depression to do this. I started this podcast on my cell phone, on the notes app. Like I didn't have a microphone. I didn't have any of that. I literally started it through the notes app of my phone. 
I had a vision and I knew that I wanted to execute it. And so I worked with what I had until I could get to where I am. Now I have a microphone. Now I have a setup. Now it's better and it's bigger and it's great. But it started with a vision and a dream. And I took my phone and I went into my notes app and I literally recorded, I didn't even have like headphones and used the microphone. I recorded it like on the little mic at the end of your phone and I did the voice memo app and I had um, a program called Buzzsprout, which is great if you want to start your podcast. It's free and it puts everything on all streaming platforms for you and I airdropped it <laughs> and I uploaded it and bam, here we are today. My camera was like $500. It was not the best when I started YouTube, but it was something. I got like the cheapest ring light. I grabbed my camera. It was a vision and a dream. Like you have to work with what you have until you can get what you need because what you have is plenty. So stop sleeping on yourself. Like happiness is happening now. Heal where you're at now. You don't need to be a millionaire. You don't need to be the next CEO. You don't need to be the next Victoria's Secret model. Whatever you want is within reach and you can start today and start now. And that is what I am learning because I have gained so much weight over the past four years and it's caused me to be so insecure. And I was saying to myself the other day that like, I was like, I don't want to go out anymore. I was like, I don't want to go to the beach anymore because I don't feel sexy. I don't want to go out to the club anymore. Like my clothes don't fit me anymore. And I don't feel good when I go out. I feel like I'm a blob. And I was telling myself, I'm going to take the whole entire summer and just isolate and go to the gym and eat healthy. And then I'll pop back out in the fall when I look good. Be so fucking for real right now. First of all, girl go get more clothes like go get clothes that fit you now because I kept telling myself I was like oh I'm gonna wait till I lose weight and then I'll fit back into this bitch go to Playo's closet and go get the size that you are okay you're not a size seven anymore and that's fine like just go get clothes that fit now go to the beach put a bikini on and go who cares about how you freaking look go enjoy the sun, go enjoy the water. Like no matter how much you wear, what you look like, you're still fucking worthy of love. Please do not ever say to yourself like, I'm gained, you know, 20 pounds. So no one's going to love me because look how I look. No, you are worth, you are worthy of love and admiration, no matter what stage you're at in your life. Even if you are the most down bad, like Kiki Palmer and the runaway love video, you deserve love affection admiration and to be adored doesn't matter what you look like doesn't matter how much you weigh doesn't matter the color of your skin doesn't matter your social stature or how much money you make or what you drive you are worthy of love in every phase of your life so best believe i'll be at the beach tomorrow and even if i look like a whale baddest whale there ever was like i don't care because I am going to work on myself. I am going to get back in the gym. I am going to start eating better, Um, less fast food, more whole foods, right? More walking, more water. I just bought this really cool water bottle from Amazon. It's been like helping me stay on track. If you guys are interested, just go to any of my social medias and go to the link in my bio and I have my storefront. It's like a little, um, it's a 32 ounce one. I had a 64 ounce one, but it was like way too big. And it has little like times on it, like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. Like, and it just keeps me on track and it's kind of bougie, but it was only like $14 girl. Like anyway, I'm going to get back on track. But I'm not going to shelter myself and stop myself from living life and experiencing good 
experiences and good people and good times because I don't feel comfortable about how I look. Whether I stay inside or go outside, life is going to fucking continue. So I'm not going to isolate myself until I feel better about myself and then I'll go out. Like, I'm still worthy of human interaction and love and going out and having a good time and seeing my friends and interacting. Like, I shouldn't be embarrassed. Like, okay, I gained some weight and am I a serial killer? No. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? Girl, life goes on with or without you. So make sure that you're there to see it. Anyways, that is going to be it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this very unhinged um, episode. I promise there will be more structure and organization going forward. I just wanted to give you guys something to kind of keep you fed because it's been a long time, but I also, it's been a long time. Um, Also, I kind of like this. This was fun. I feel like it was like a FaceTime call, but on audio. So anyway, Thank you guys so much for listening. If you could please rate the podcast, that would be amazing. All you have to do is just scroll to the bottom and write a review. Um, You could either write something from your heart, like, because I love reading. Like, every time I read something that's like, girl, I love your podcast, it makes me so happy, literally brings me to tears, makes my heart so overjoyed. Or you could just write like an emoji, like a heart or a smiley face, because the more you rate the podcast, the more it gets out there and the more other people see it, like, it gets put on their recommendation page. So that would like really help me out. Um, If you guys want more of me when I'm away from here, I'm always, always, always most active on Instagram. I am so unhinged on there. I post like 20 stories a day. It's a little bit ridiculous, but I'm always on there just talking, ranting. It's like a big virtual FaceTime call. Um, I post once a week on my YouTube if you want to catch me on that. And with that, I would like to make the announcement that Sis Let's Heal until the end of the year will be posting every single Monday. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a hell of a ride. I'm going to have some guests on here. My friend Barb is going to come on in a couple of weeks. I'm so excited. She's amazing. Um, I think my friend Dana said she wants to come on. I have like a list of people, even virtually like in New Jersey. I have to figure out how to do that. I don't know. It can't be too hard. Um, Who want to come on. And I... If you guys love me, you're going to love my friends because when we talk, I literally say I wish we had like a microphone right here because this conversation, we are dropping gems. Like I love talking to you guys one on one, like pers- like one on one episodes are my favorite um, to hear from other podcasters, but as well as myself. But when I'm talking with my friends, they ignite a whole other side to my brain that I didn't even know was there. And I'll be talking and I'll be like, damn, I wish I could remember what I just said so I could talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> but anyway I am so happy to be back I missed you guys so much I feel like I just lost 20 pounds um talking thank you for the free therapy and I'm just happy to be back so I hope you guys have a good night day afternoon wherever you are uh stay safe don't anybody's rusty dusty crusty musty sun get you in your feelings and until next time I'll see you in the next episode bye Thank you for listening to Sis Let's Heal. If you like the podcast, be sure to leave a review down below. Also, don't forget to follow me on all my social medias. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. It's all D-A-K-O-T-A, extra A, C-R-O-S-S. So basically Dakota with an extra A, cross. 
If you'd like to follow me on my journey of my YouTube channel, it's just my first and last name. I tell story times, do lifestyle content, advice, and so much more. Thank you so much for the continued support on this podcast. I cannot wait to put out more content for you. And until next time, see you in my next episode.